Oh, hi, y'all. Welcome to Nikki's World, where my podcast show will give you viewpoints and insight that others will not give. I'll talk about like what's current, what's on the news, what is out there. And I will always cite sources and I always cite facts and news links so y'all know what I'm actually talking about. I give you my viewpoints and opinions. And if you want to hear what I have to say, what what's on my mind and all that, I let y'all into my world and let y'all hear and listen to what I'm thinking and what's going through my mind. So if you love stuff like that, tune into Nikki's World twice a week where you'll get two, three podcast episodes a week on what I talk about and what's on my mind. So thanks for listening and let's get on with the show, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Today, guys, we got a loaded show for you today, man. Holy cow. You know, the left continues to lie through its fucking teeth, and boy, they are caught backtracking when the evidence has come out like no tomorrow. We got to talk about that and so much more. But before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, Seriously, y'all, seriously, can y'all please consider donating a cup of coffee for me? Because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I am on Locals, guys, if you guys want to support and sponsor Nikki's World. That's where I have behind-the-scenes content, and I sometimes live-cast on there, all right? If you guys love Nikki's World so much, seriously, guys, please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review. 
good, bad, and the ugly. Also, guys, I do have affiliate links. So if you guys want to support Nikki's World, you guys can support me through my affiliate links in the description below. And before we get the show on the road, guys, if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, seriously, y'all, seriously, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Woo-wee, wow, yeah. That's a mouthful, guys. That's a mouthful, yeah. Had a good, interesting couple of days between shows. I got another job offer at a major hospital in Connecticut. So it is now like a a dilemma for me. Whether do I stay with this part-time job or go with this full-time job. So I am thinking about it and... I am weighing my options and to see what this full-time job offers me versus what this part-time job is giving me. So I am weighing the pros and cons of all that, okay? So anyway, it's been interesting, and yes, I am diapered up as always, podcasting you to y'all in just my adult diaper and t-shirt on so that's normal for me so anyway let's get on with the show shall we ladies and gentlemen you know you know when like on the news the last couple of days when news came out saying oh israeli bombed a hospital in gaza oh there's 500 people dead and all this shit i was like this i was like this there's no fucking way Israel would ever bomb a hospital. I was like, I was like, the liberal media is just trying to stir up more hatred, more, more like anti-Semitism or anti-Jewish violence. The, the media is, is doing that. And the media is trying to stir up hate, violence and all this shit. And I'm like, give it about, give it about about like uh, 24 to 72 hours, okay? Let the story stew, you know what I mean? Let the story sit in, or as I call it, sit on my diaper and let it stew a little bit and see what comes out, okay? Turns out, turns out the Israelis did not bomb a hospital in Gaza. Turns out it doesn't. The IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, guys, is putting out all the evidence out there. And by the way, guys, I will link that that evidence in the in the description so y'all can see it. Okay? It turns out that the Israelis didn't bomb the hospital. Turns out they had radar they had radar images that showed that. No Israeli fighters were, were were near the hospital at the time. Okay, turns out that Hamas actually fired the rocket from the cemetery, and for some reason malfunctioned, blew up, and crash landed in the hospital. And the left and the liberal media wants you to believe that Israel bombed the hospital, and I'm like. I'm like, to the left, 
where's your evidence? If you if you're going on the news and saying that, oh, Israel did this, Israel did that, Israel is committing all these atrocities and whatnot. And I'm like, please cite your source. Please cite whatever sources you have out there so I can look at them. Please. But the problem is with the liberal media and the left today, they just run like headfirst into a wall with their feeling and not even thinking about about it. Not even like uh, taking the time to, to think and ponder. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, the left lacks critical thinking skills. Okay, people born. I'm going to just say like this, guys. People born between the 1960s to pre-9-11 era, those are the people who have at least some common sense, some critical thinking skills. People after 9-11, they don't even have that anymore. I don't know if common sense is ever coming back in style. (laughs) I don't. But the left doesn't, the left, does this, man. The left right lets their feelings and emotion get in the way with facts and truth. The left does this so often that by the time the facts and the truth comes out, the left starts to back backpedal like no tomorrow. They start to backpedal and going oops, oops, oops. Yep. They start to backpedal. And then and then coincidentally the Israelis even put out put out like signals intelligence, like the rate the phone call, the intercepted phone call between two Hamas terrorists saying, "Yeah, that was that was our rocket, man. We it it was supposed to go up like it's supposed to, but inadvertently malfunctioned, crashed right right in the hospital parking lot, and caused caused this carnage." Yeah, and I'm more, and then the left is going, oh, AI can make this up. Oh, if AI can make up things, then why is the Israeli Defense Force, ladies and gentlemen, putting out the evidence on social media, on their website? Why is it? Because you know why? The left is all in on pro-Hamas and pro-Palestinian. They are all in on these thugs. They are all in on these terrorists. They are. And 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 it's and the surprising thing guys, these people are like trying to say, oh, oh, Israeli bombed the hospital. Oh, they're committing atrocities. But then next thing you know, when the evidence comes out from the Israeli Defense Forces <laughs> You've seen them backpedal, like, you, you've seen them doing the backpedal 500 yards or the backpedal Boston Marathon, like, no tomorrow. Because they're saying this, is like this, here's, a, here, here's the actual, here's, like, the actual, like, clip they're saying, like, this Hamas operative one. I'm telling you, this is the first time we see a missile like this failing. And then the other guy saying, that's so why we're saying it belongs to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. What? They're saying it belongs to the 
Palestinian Islamic. It's from us. It looks looks like, like it. Who says it? They are saying that the shrapnel from the missile is a local shrapnel and not like an Israeli shrapnel. What are you saying, redacted? But God bless, it could have it could and couldn't have found another place to explode. Never mind, yes, but they shot it from a cemetery behind a hospital. What? They shot it coming from the cemetery behind the Al Mahadi hospital and it misfired and fell on them. There's a cemetery behind it? The guy the this Hamas operative saying, Is there a cemetery behind it? And then the Almaty hospital is exactly in the compound. Where where is it when you enter the compound? He said, Well, when you first entered, blah blah blah, and then you get the then you get the this feel. You get this feel is that they is the Israelis intercepted this phone call and said that and and, and they show, and they showed this to the world. And they showed this to the world. And, and and the world is right now backpedaling. You got like the squad, okay? Who the 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 socialist communist democrat squad in Congress right now. They're backpedaling. As soon as this evidence dropped, they were like, I thought Israel was doing this. Turns out they were right. It wasn't Israel. It was one of the Hamas oper- terrorist operatives that was responsible for it. The backpedaling continues to right now. And the backpedaling continues so much, it's like, I'm like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, I'm telling you, the backpedaling is going on. Because you know why? These people on the left don't know the term. Shut the fuck up. Wait for the evidence to come out. And then make an informed opinion. The problem is, people on the left today just just go on pure emotion. They just go on pure, like, feeling and what, oh, what's the current thing. Yeah. They don't think logically. And they don't think critically. That's why... That's why it's like this. People in my generation who grew up in the 80s and 90s and during the pre-9-11 era, we grew up thinking critically. We grew up with logic, reasoning, and we grew up with something called common sense. Okay? We grew up with that. Now today, you got, you got like, <laughs> the post-9-11 generation who, I don't know, man, don't even know... Know the word critical thinking skills, common sense, logic, reasoning. They don't even know our, what the, what they mean. And, it, and it's coming back to fucking bite them in the motherfucking ass, ladies and gentlemen. It is coming back to bite them royally. And I tell you this right now, guys. I tell you this. I tell you this, man. <laughs> If the left would just shut the fuck up, wait for the evidence to come out, okay? And and like like me, I take both sides before I make my my informed opinion. But the left, whenever shit comes out, they just say it out. But they don't wait it out. That's why my rule 
is this, is that any major news story that comes out, I wait at least 24 to 72 hours before I make my informed opinion. I do that because I don't want to act like a jackass to you, to you all. I don't want to act like an idiot, okay? I want to be informed before I even say something. That's why I have friends who often ask me my opinions on on this on this like Hamas Israeli conflict. I go like this. Give me give me 48 to 72 hours and I'll give you my opinion. After I look at all the evidence and what's currently out there, what's known and what's unknown before I make my informed decision. That's why I do that. And that's why I tell people I don't I don't like this. I don't come out immediately with an opinion. I don't. I look for the evidence. I digest the evidence. Then I come out with my opinion. Then I come out with my my viewpoint. I don't do what the left does because the left basically lacks critical thinking, logic, and reasoning. I don't do like that. I just look at the evidence, whatever evidence is out there, and I go wherever the evidence takes it. And that's why whatever evidence takes it, I present it as it is. And, and I let you, the listeners, decide what to do with it from there. And then and in this classic case, where you had the liberal media all fired up with anti-Israeli sentiment, anti-Jewish sentiment, saying, oh, the Israelis were, were responsible for the bombing of a hospital in Gaza. But then when the evidence comes out that it was Hamas who was directly responsible and they included the intercepted phone call conversation. I'm telling you right now, the liberal media is walking it back like no tomorrow. And they're walking it back like you wouldn't believe. And I'm telling you right now, and I'm telling you right now, guys, the, the liberal media is doing the biggest backpedaling in human history because as soon as the evidence came out, okay, as soon as the, the, the whole evidence came out that it turned out that Hamas was responsible for, for this rocket and was responsible for, for like, the incident at, at the hospital in Gaza where, where the Eric rocket blew up and fell right onto the hospital and killed so many people. And then the left wants to pin the blame on Israel for this. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like these people. I'm like, I don't even want to be near these people with a hundred foot pole. I don't. But these people, these people are why... Oh, why these people don't know how, how to think. They don't know how to think, what to think, and they just they just live on by what they're told to think, what they're told to say, what they're told to believe. Yeah. Yeah. And these are the people that you want running the world? No thank you, ladies and gentlemen. No thank you. No thank you. <laughs> As someone who represents a generation of Generation X... I'm going to just say like this. 
We don't want that. We don't want the millennial generation running the world. We don't want them. We want them like put back, put back in the in 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 the box and never never let them run the world. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We need to we need to stop the millennial generation from acting stupid like this. We really do, guys. We really do. Anyway, I want to talk about these these next series of articles, man. These next series of articles have one central theme in this, guys. And you know what that is? Karma is a bitch. Cancel culture is coming back and biting in the left in the worst fucking way, ladies and gentlemen. You know how the left for the past, what, 10 years, okay, the left has been on this rampage of canceling each other, deplatforming, getting people fired, getting companies to rescind job offers from these people. Telling you this right now, the left is, or as I call it, the chickens have come Home to roost. And in this case, cancel culture has come back home and bite the left in the ass in the worst fucking way. And we're seeing shit tons of examples out there. And I'm telling you right now, the left is finally getting a taste of their own medicine. They are. Simply put guys. The left in this country. Who is right now. Pro Hamas. Pro Palestinian now. They're finding out that. Now you don't want to be associated with. With being pro Hamas. And pro Palestinian. Because that makes you an anti-Semite. Or. People who hate Jewish people. That is coming back to bite them in the ass. And they're getting canceled. They're getting fired. They're getting job offers or internships rescinded on them. Like no tomorrow. Basically it's like this guys. They are facing the same situation. That conservatives. Libertarians. Independents. Anybody who believes freedom and liberty. Okay. They were getting canceled left and right. Okay, then they started their own alternative, like, ecosystem, like their own alternative to these stores, businesses, and all that. And then they were starting their own, you know, alternative social media platforms like Gab, MeWe, Minds, like Rumble, Getter, Truth Social, and Vero Social. They were starting all these. Now, ladies and gentlemen... The tables have been turned. The tables have been turned on them. And it and it's biting them in the ass royally. It is basically, let's just say it's like this. The left loves to cancel like anyone who doesn't agree with them. Now it's coming back and it's biting them real badly. And it's biting them so fucking badly, guys. 
that now a lot of people are crying and complaining, going, oh, 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 I can't get this prestigious job at this prestigious law firm. Give you an example of that, guys. Give you an example. College, this this here from the Washington Examiner and in this Restoring the America section. College students, everything is violence except for literal violence. Okay? In the, and I'll read you the, the gist of it. In the past couple of weeks, have clearly exposed the systematic rot in higher education after Hamas launched an attack on Israel that became the bloodiest day for Jews since the Holocaust. The late teenagers and 20-somethings who occupy our universities were quick to blame the real culprit, the Jews. Next paragraph says, Now, activists on the left are finally facing the consequences of their own action, something they claim was the real meaning of cancel culture when conservatives were getting fired for 10-year-old tweets. Yeah, so now cancel culture is coming back and biting them in the ass. And then you got a lot of companies right now, okay, who are basically blacklisting anyone who supports, like, Hamas, Palestinians, who is anti-Semitic. And if they find any anti-Semitic postings, tweets, and all that, you're getting the same treatment. You're getting the same cancel culture, deplatforming treatment that conservatives were getting. Yeah. They're, 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 they're getting a taste of their own fucking medicine, and now they're, they're crying and complaining about it. Well, bitch, we didn't cry and complain when we conservatives, we libertarians, independents, and freedom-loving folks were getting canceled. We didn't cry. We didn't complain. We went out and did our own thing. We did our own, we started our own social media platform, our own alternative ecosystem. And now y'all complaining about being canceled over supporting pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian, being anti-Semitic? I'm not the person to cry, go cry, cry on the shoulder, bitch. I'm going to just say like this. You fucking made your bed. Now you go lie down and sleep on it. Now you're going to learn the, the thing called the consequences for your actions. Now you're going to learn, learn the thing called being, a, being, being responsible for what you say. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're facing it. Now, now they're facing it. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Read you the, read, I'll read you this article from the New York Post, Okay. I'll read you this article. NYU students rip, ripping down Israeli hostage poster. Okay? One of the NYU students who brazenly ripped down posters of Israeli hostages is an activist extremely passionate about fighting racial profiling who blamed her behavior on misplaced anger. Funny thing is, funny thing is, ladies and gentlemen, this college junior at at NYU interned for the Anti-Defamation League. So now the Anti-Defamation League has to scrub her her profile, have to scrub all her work clean. 
And because of that, she won't get a she won't be able to get a job anywhere anymore. She won't be able to be employed because of her anti-Semitic stance. But then she claims that she was she's extremely passionate about fighting racial profiling. Mm-hmm. And 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 it comes to light that she was she was like she worked for the ADL, which is a Jewish organization fighting anti-Semitism, anti-Jewish hate. And she was she took down posters of the Jewish victims of the Hamas attack. Folks, I got no sympathies for this, these people. I feel I don't feel. I don't feel sorry for these people. These people, these people deserve what they get. These people deserve the consequences of their action. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to haunt her for the rest of her life. She'll never get a job anymore. Because once people find out her stance, they're going to be like, nope, I don't want I don't want her as a co-worker. I don't want her working with me. I don't want her like... Associated with me. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got this article from the Breitbart. Okay. ADL Scrubs website after intern caught removing posters of Israeli hostages at NYU. Here's the paragraph of it. The Anti-Defamation League, which claims to battle anti-Semitism, has scrubbed its website of information about former intern who removed posters from the New York University campus about Israeli hostages taken by Hamas. <laughs> these, these young, dumb, and full of cum college kids today are like they do not know that every action has an opposite and equal reaction. And it's coming back to fucking bite them in the ass. And it is biting them in the worst fucking way. And I am telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I am telling you right now, these people who are all all leftists, who are all in on, oh, canceling you if you don't agree with them, if you don't go along with their ideology. Now it's coming back and biting them in the ass. And they're finding out that a lot of companies are not going to hire you if you hold these beliefs. And they're telling universities that. We aren't going to hire your students if they hold these beliefs. And companies are hitting the colleges in the wallet. And they're hitting the students where it hurts the fucking most. And these kids who are all what leftist activists are finding out that doesn't pay to doesn't pay to be be a, be a dickhead. Doesn't pay to be to be to be like a dick dickhead, yeah. And this and this is the same thing from from the Boston.com. After writing a, an anti-Israeli letter, Harvard students feel the repercussions. Yeah, these Harvard kids who think they're all high and mighty, 
and who think that they're morally superior to to us commoners, I'm telling you, actions have consequences, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to say this to all the, the snotty Harvard kids up there in Boston, Mass. Don't think you, you're going to get away with shit like this. Because shit like this is going to come back and bite you in the ass. Shit. Shit's going to come back and bite y'all. And these kids think that, oh, nobody on social media is going to hear about this. No one's, no one's going to hear about this. We live in a social media age, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to hear about it. <laughs> They're going to Google it. And the left is quickly finding out that it's going to bite them in the ass. Yeah, it's going to bite them. Yeah. And then at the same time, you got like mega donors and billionaire donors pulling funding from universities because the universities have supported like anti-Semitism and student groups promoting hate against Israel and the Jewish people. I'm telling you, it's coming back to bite them. (laughs) It's coming back. It is coming back. Yeah. This is what happens, man, when you got young and dumb generation who make viral statements and think that they're not going to get repercussions for it. Oh, you're going to get repercussions for it, ladies and gentlemen. It may not be immediate, but knowing karma, karma takes her sweet time. You know, she takes her sweet time to take the gloves off and then... And warms up her hand and, and goes and then warms up the arms, you know, does her five minute workout and then all of a sudden slaps reality right in her face. Yeah, it's going to come back. It's going to come back, man. These people now who are who are like pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas college kids, they're going to find out sooner or later. That they're not going to be able to get hired anywhere. No company in America right now is ever going to hire them with with that kind of with that kind of stance. Yeah, and when they find out about these students, and they find out who they're supporting, who they supported when they were in college, it's going to come back and bite them, bite them royally. Don't matter if you're a freshman, junior, or senior. Shit, it's going to come back. Yeah, it's going to come back. And now you got people, you got college kids who are saying, oh, please, 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 please give me a chance and all this. You had your chance when you should have walked away from all that shit. And now because you wanted to be all pro Hamas, pro Palestinian, pro Gaza shit and anti Jewish and anti-Semitism shit. Good luck trying to find a job. Especially in, in Biden's economy. Good luck finding a job, ladies and gentlemen. Good luck. Let me know how that works out for you guys. Let me know how that works out. Because I'm telling you, you got you got like billionaire hedge fund hedge fund managers like Bill Ackman. Who went on social media saying that 
you should not hire any of these kids, these college kids who are pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian, who 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 make anti who make like anti-Jewish statements, should not hire them. Should blacklist them. And he's and he said that. And then and then now everybody everybody's agreeing with Bill Ackman. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now it's like this. The people who the people on the left who love the docs, docs conservatives, like for their views and opinions, they're fine. They're it's, it's coming back and biting them in the ass. It's coming back and and biting them in ways that that they thought, oh, this we we only do this to conservatives. But then now it's coming back and biting them in the ass, and they're not and they're not realizing this. I'm like, gee, I could have told you this ten years ago. I could have told you this in in 2018 when I was when I was, or 2015, like 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18 when I was getting doxxed, harassed. Bullied, intimidated, and threatened by the trans cult. Now it's coming back to bite the left in the ass. Because they're anti-Jewish statements. It's coming back to bite them. It, it, is, it is biting them. It is biting them in the ass. And now the left is, is crying and complaining. Yeah. I'll give you another. I'll give you another example from Townhall.com. Another big name law firm has a message for pro Hamas students. Okay, here you go. Here's the, I'll give you two paragraphs of this, proving that at least in some corners of the world, actions still have consequences. Another big name law firm has announced that it revoked it revoked job offers provided to law students after they signed onto a pro Hamas statement in the wake of a barbaric attack that saw more than 1,000 Israelis slaughtered by Iran-backed terrorists. Okay, here's the second paragraph. The U.S.-based international law firm of Davis, Davis, Polk, and Wardell, described by the Daily Beast as revered, said on Tuesday that it had revoked its employment offers to three law students from Harvard and Columbia, citing the students' contravention of its firm's value system, with the statement blaming Israel for the horror that befell its people. Basically, these three law students lost their jobs because they they, they signed a statement supporting pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian, and signed letters stating that they hated Jewish people. These the, these three college students, these three law students, mm-hmm, they got a taste of cancel culture. They did. They did. They got a taste of cancel culture. And then in the, in the same article from townhall.com, a pro-Hamas law student learns actions have consequences. And now they're learning this valuable lesson ladies and gentlemen, that they should have learned in elementary school. Should have learned this in elementary, middle, 
in high school, but now they're learning this in what? College? Grad school? Law school? Med school? Yeah, now they're learning this and they're finding out. And then the and then then the headline goes like this: Top tier law firm rescinded a job offer to a student who justified Hamas brutal slaughter of Israeli citizens. Okay, here you go. The student's name is this: Rihanna Workman, a president of the New York University's School of Law Bar Association, said that in a weekly newsletter that. Blah 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 blah. Says she can, she 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 supports you know the Hamas and pro Palestinian, okay. And and then and then all of a sudden, Winston and Strawman, after finding out that their 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 potential employee said statements like this, withdrew the job offer right there. And then now and then now she's. Now she's crying, complaining, going, wah, 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 wah. I can't get a job now. Wah. Well, you know what? You're learning a valuable lesson here, kid. It's called Actions Have Consequences. Okay? It's called Reality. You're learning that lesson, kid. If you don't learn it now, and and mind you, I think what you're in your twenties. I'm assuming you're in your twenties. If you don't learn it by the time you're in your thirties or forties, I'm telling you, the adult world is gonna fucking bite you in the ass, eat you alive, and chew you out the door. It's that simple. It's that simple. But that's why these college students who are young, dumb, full of cum, and drunk and stupid are finding out that what you support may not be what employers want. So that's why I always tell people, be careful who you support because employers do find out. And when they do, they may not give you a job. They may not want you as their employee. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you another example. This from the Washington example. Biden's DHS official placed on leave after pro-Palestinian ties. At the Department of Homeland Security, a Department of Homeland Security official was put on leave after a report that they had previously worked for the Palestinian Liberation Army. Liberation Organization, sorry. A DHS spokesman told the Washington Examiner that Nijua Alali had been placed on administrative leave and Alali and the DHS came under fierce criticism from con- from congressional Republicans and, and pro-Israeli figures after it was revealed that she was reportedly f- formerly a spokeswoman for the PLO. Now, in any sane administration... People like that would never get a job in the government. But in the but in the dementia resident in the White House, he probably gave he probably gave anyone who had a 
had a heartbeat and a pulse and probably was what had a D behind her name, a job. And these are the people from the Department of Homeland Security who who protect our nation just like from with it from from threats, but didn't do a proper bracket on check on this person. But yet they want they want me to be subjected to X number of background checks before I'm allowed to carry what an AR-15 or or Glock 17. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. This is why it's like this. Until the government gets its fucking act together, I don't trust the government what it does anymore. I don't. I don't. I I don't. But like I said, the the main gist in all the in all these articles, guys, is that Cancel culture is coming home to roost, and cancel culture is biting the left in the worst fucking way. And as someone who's been been like doxxed, threatened, intimidated, bullied, okay, who got canceled, I'm sitting there going like this. How's it feel now, bitch? How's it feel? How's it feel to be canceled? How's it feel to have job offers rescinded from you? How's it feel not to be able to do this and this and this because you support this and this and this? How's it feel now, bitch? Shoes on the other foot, you know? Like I said, guys, I got no sympathies for the young, dumb, stupid college students who are pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian, who are anti-Jewish, and now they're facing the the consequences for their action. Got no sympathy, ladies and gentlemen. I don't feel sorry for one bit for these people. I don't. I pretty much don't, guys. They made their fucking bed. Now they get to sleep in it. Yeah. You 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 remember guys when this conflict hit in uh in in in, uh, in Israel? You know how people were saying, where are these uh Palestinian refugees are gonna go? And then people were saying, Hey, I thought the US was gonna make a deal with Jordan and Egypt to to take these refugees. Well it turns out turns out King Abdullah Jordan is saying that no, we're not taking these refugees. And I talked to Egypt too. We're not taking them. <laughs> so this thought of Egypt and Jordan taking refugees, the deal collapsed. <laughs> so now, as I said it before, guys, as I said it before, here's the thing. As I said it before, Israel should turn Gaza into a fucking parking lot. After which, Israel should deport every Palestinian from Gaza. Turn Gaza, strip naked, bare into a parking lot. Okay? Leave it as a desert. 
okay, deport every Palestinian and don't and tell them you can't return for the next hundred years. We'll revisit the thought in in a hundred years. We'll revisit it. By then, they'll probably be all long gone and all that because no one lives to. Well, there are probably a few people who live up to 100 years, but they would be deported. In my suggestion, deport them to Somalia. Let them go over there. If I were Israel, I would dump every Palestinian refugee in Somalia or Yemen. Okay, far away. Far away from Gaza. And then turn Gaza into a desert, a parking lot, or a military outpost where they wouldn't be able to step foot there anyway. It's that simple. Or if I was if I were the Israeli government and if I was smart, I'd turn that into like what? A military outpost slash slash training exercise area. Pfft, tell you, man, <laughs> the Israelis would have the world's largest Military base slash training ground. Yeah, they would. They would. And I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, they they would. They would. But the thing is, King Abdullah of Jordan in Egypt, they're not going to take the Palestinian refugees. They know why. He, they know why. He's not. He's not dumb. He's smart. He knows. He knows that he can't afford to take them in. He can't resettle them. He can't get them to assimilate into their to to their country. So you know what he's saying like this: No deal. We're not taking them. <laughs> yeah, we're not taking them. We're not taking them. So here's the thing: Earlier today, you had you had far left protesters storming the U.S. Capitol. Like protest, protesting for a ceasefire and all and all this shit. Protesting for pro Hamas, pro Palestinian. Here's my question: When, when, when are these far leftists are gonna face the same, same punishment, same conditions that the January six protesters face? When, when, these these far leftists. That storm state capitals, U.S. the the U.S. Capitol. When are they going to face the same treatment that conservative January six protesters are facing? When? Because to me, I'm I'm gonna just say this out loud: these far left protesters that storm the U.S. Capitol, they're probably going they're probably gonna get like this. A slap on the wrist and a fine, probably paid paid off paid from George Soros and his leftist goons. But if a, if a conservative, or Republican, or Libertarian, or anyone else did what these far leftists did, oh yeah, they'd be sitting in a prison cell, okay, probably stripped naked and and tossed in a dark closet cell, yeah. Or they'd be facing prison time of what? 10, 15, 20 years? <laughs> so my question to y'all. When are these far left protesters 
going to face the same punishment that the January 6th protesters face. When? When, ladies and gentlemen? I'm waiting. Or as they say, well, we're waiting. Because it seems these far-left protesters, man, that stormed the Capitol with their anti with with anti-Semitic group and seeking to end Israel, seeking like like to stop like launching like military strikes or and or pandering to terrorists who murdered Israeli citizens. When are these people gonna be held responsible? Or when are they going? When are the consequences for their action going to come? When? Because you know what happened during January six? That was swift. That was that was swift and swift and instantaneous. Because it was what Trump supporters and conservatives. But when are these far left supporters, far left protesters, going to face the same same treatment that Trump supporters faced? When? I'm asking this question. Now, if any of my listeners can can give me an answer in the in the description below or drop me a line, let me know. When are they gonna face it? When are they gonna face it? Because I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, guys. When are they gonna face the consequences of their actions? When? When are they, guys? When? Because I'm telling you, man, these pro-Palestinian protesters, they should all be they should all be thrown in jail in the same jail, in the same DC jail that the January 6th protesters are, are at. When? When? When when are they, guys? When are they? Because I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this on the podcast show, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this tooth and nail, these genuines, these these far left protesters are not going to get, are not going to get punished in the same way that January 6th protesters were punished. They're going to get off light. They're going to get off scot-free. They're probably going to get off with what? Oh, probation and, and a fine. They're not going to be sitting in some prison cell for six months to two years, like, adjudicating their case. They're not. They're just going to get off light. But a conservative, a Republican, a Trump supporter, or a freedom-loving individual is going to get a harsher treatment if they did the same thing that leftists were doing. It's that simple, guys. It's that simple. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's bound to happen. It's gonna happen, guys. And in this two-tier, two-tier justice system that we have in this country, we have a justice system for the left, justice system for the right. We don't have a one justice system anymore. That the left is gonna get off easy. But if uh, but if anybody else did what the left did, oh, we'd be like what sitting in in some federal prison in the middle of 
Pennsylvania or in the middle of New Hampshire trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Telling you. Telling you. Anyway, before we go and end the show for today, I want to talk to you about that, like, uh, you know, you know that... That like that that vote rigging scandal in Bridgeport, Connecticut. You know, if you never if you hadn't heard the story and you probably been away, like last month when the Democrats had their primary in Bridgeport, Connecticut, somebody was caught stuffing absentee ballots in the ballot box, and it was caught all on camera. It was, ladies and gentlemen. It was caught all on camera. And when the world saw that the Democrats were caught cheating on, on a state, on a local Democrat primary, people were saying, this is why we have to get rid of the ballot boxes. We have to revamp the absentee ballot system. Yeah. And the news today coming out of the Hartford Current and the CT Mirror. And I'll read you the gist of these two headlines. From the Hartford Current, absentee ballot numbers show Bridgeport election fraud, attorney says, okay? And I'll read you the paragraph. After, after days of testimony about absentee ballot box surveillance videos, and our sparring with Bridgeport Mayor Joe Gannon about whether about what they show attorney William Boss called one of the last witnesses on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I'll read you from the liberals point of view in CT Mirror. Okay. Absentee ballot numbers numbers show Bridgeport election fraud attorney says. The effort to overturn Joe Gannon's primary victory hinges on the claim that far more absentee ballots were received than should have been. Okay? So basically, basically it's like this. This whole scandal in Bridgeport, Connecticut stems from the fact that Democrats were cheating on, in a primary. Okay? They were cheating. They were handing out absentee ballots to everyone and anyone and possibly including dead people at the local cemetery, you know, and they were stuffing the ballot boxes right on camera. Mind if I tell you right on camera where people can see the video footage. OK, and the video and the camera had the had the. TV, the monitor right at the police dispatch office. So they were caught stuffing the ballots right on camera. And now this case, now that case centers on whether the city officials sent out way, sent out way too many absentee ballots for probably peop, non-existent people. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, we need to secure our elections the same way we secure our money. You know, if you ever look at your, like a 10, like a one, five or 10 or $20 bill, 
Have you ever noticed all our money has serial numbers that are traceable that the Secret Service can trace back? The same thing should happen to all our our ballots. Should should have the same serial number system that the Secret Service and the Treasury Department puts on our monetary system. That should be the same thing for our ballots. And every ballot should have a fingerprint, a thumbprint. Yes, because if you can trace those thumbprints and those fingerprints, you can tell who legitimately voted and who didn't. Yeah. And if all our and if and if all our our ballots are are in serial number and in and in paper that you can't even you can't even duplicate. I'm telling you, the Democrats will never be able to cheat an election again. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, we need to get rid of the fucking ballot boxes. The basically, you know those those ballot drop-off boxes that during the COVID pandemic era. That people had to, like, instead of going to the polls, you were given an absentee ballot that you can, or a ballot that you can vote at home and then drop it off at the ballot box. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Demolish them. Toss them out. Toss them out. Toss them out. It's that simple. Toss them out. We don't need them. We do not need them. Instead... Mandate voter ID. You have to show ID to vote. In fact, you have to show ID to go to a lot of places. So why not mandate IDs to vote? Like Robert Kennedy's Robert Kennedy's proposal, where you would you would be able to give U.S. passport cards to U.S. citizens, okay, for free. And use the passport, passport ID card as a federal voting card. And on top of that, as a federal ID. You would prevent cheating from a fucking mile away, ladies and gentlemen. You would prevent cheating from God knows how many miles away, guys. You would prevent cheating like no tomorrow. You would, guys. You would. <laughs> we have a system in place to prevent voter fraud. You know, vote irregularities. We have a system. But neither side wants to promote it because they don't want to be they don't want to be assumed to be be cheating. We we have a system. We do. We do, guys. We do. We do. We we pretty much do, guys. We do. Wow. Wow. That that was a long ass show today, guys. That was a long ass show. Took you took 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 long enough, guys. It really did. It really did. <laughs> I hope you all. I hope you all enjoy the show today. And, you know, 
I, I, I couldn't do the show without you guys. You know what I mean? I couldn't do it. But anyway, I got to run. I got to do a diaper check before I go out and do my other stuff for the day just to make sure I'm not leaking or making a mess, you know? So I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I'll see you all on the flip side. And y'all stay safe and stay sane out there because I know the world is crazy as it is. I'll see you all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all soon. Bye for now.